Welcome to the Virtual Preceptor Training Course. The course consists of a series of modules aimed to provide you with the knowledge and skills needed to be a successful preceptor. In this module, we will discuss conflict resolution. At the end of this module, you will be able to state at least one method of conflict management and how it can be effectively used so that both parties feel satisfied with the resolution. Here is a brief overview of the topics we will be discussing today. Simply hearing the word conflict can cause stress in some individuals. It is important to remember that conflict can be a powerful tool for learners and leaders when handled properly. There are many different sources of conflict. For example, poor communication. Different communication styles can lead to misunderstandings between employees or between the employee and a manager. Different values. Conflict occurs when there is a lack of acceptance and understanding of the differences that naturally occur between individuals. Differing interests. Conflict occurs when individual workers' interests for personal goals ignore organizational goals and the organizational well-being. Scarce resources. Too often, employees feel they have to compete for available resources in order to do their job. Personality clashes. Unless colleagues understand and accept each other's approach to work and problem solving, conflict will occur. Poor performance. When one or more individuals within a work unit are not performing, not working up to potential, and this is not addressed, conflict is inevitable. Study this picture. Do you see three beams or four? In this example, neither one is wrong. Both individuals are seeing what they say they are seeing, but neither one is seeing the same thing. Our past experiences influence how we may view a situation, no matter how similar it may look from the outside. What do you see in this picture? Do you see bats? Do you see angels? Maybe you see both. There is not a wrong answer here. What you see may not be what others see. Once you heard the other options, were you able to see that picture? This is another great example of how letting others explain their point of view can make it easier to see both sides. What do you see here? Study the picture. Some may see a duck at first glance, but what if I told you I see a bunny? By taking time to study the situation, you may find that you are able to see it in a different light entirely. Conflict management style is a form of behavior that a person practices in response to conflict with others. There are five conflict management styles, and we will discuss each more in depth. The styles are competing, collaborating, avoiding, accommodating, and compromising. Accommodators have a harmonizing approach to conflict. They often focus on supporting others in a conflict situation and are adept at placating people in uncomfortable situations. Accommodators often gain strong appreciation from others involved in a conflict. Cautions. Accommodators may build up resentment from denying their own needs as they are very cooperative and give in during a conflict. Accommodators often put relationships first, ignore issues, and try to keep peace at any price. It also may be difficult for those who want to get to the root of the problem to work with accommodators who tend to focus on making others happy. The accommodating style is effective when the other person or party has a better plan or solution. The escapists or avoiders tend to step away from conflict, avoid the conflict entirely, or delay their response instead of voicing concerns, often keeping their opinions to themselves so as not to escalate the conflict. While an advantage to avoiding is that it can create some space in an emotional environment, 
it is not a good long-term strategy. Avoiders are often admired for having a calming, quiet presence in the face of crisis. Cautions. Avoiders sometimes keep their feelings bottled up and aren't able to meet their own needs, leading to a frustrating buildup of emotions. Avoiders are generally unassertive and uncooperative, as they do not want to participate in the conflict in the first place. Collaborators are the problem solvers. Collaborators identify underlying concerns of a conflict, seek a win-win outcome, create room for multiple ideas, and build high levels of trust and mutual understanding in relationships. In working with a collaborator, there is a potential to learn from creative problem solving. Collaborators tend to want to discuss all of the details of a problem and work through it together so that everyone gets what he or she wants and is happy in the end. Their strengths are that they tend to welcome difference, can assert their own views while also being cooperative in listening to others' views, but this may require time and effort from both parties. Cautions. When time is a factor, it is difficult to spend the energy and time needed to process the way a problem solver tends to process. Also, collaborators have the potential for burnout from over-processing. Competing, the player. Known for being persuasive and direct, those who tend to the competing style approach conflict in a competitive way, assert themselves, and do not cooperate while pursuing their own concerns at another's expense. This resolution style takes a win-lose approach where one person wins and one person loses. They know the result they want in a conflict situation and they go for it. Those utilizing the competing management style do not rely on cooperation with the other party to reach an outcome. Strengths. Individuals using the competing conflict management style are often passionate about their views and dedicated to pursuing their convictions. They are good at making quick decisions and tend not to waste time, which is especially helpful in times of crisis. Example, maybe a patient is crashing, there's a code blue situation or a violent situation. Cautions, sometimes using the competing resolution style leads to unequal interpersonal relationships where the feelings of others can be hurt or overlooked with their decision-making style. Finally, we have the compromising conflict management style. Compromisers approach conflict with the goal of compromise. Strengths, they are moderately assertive and moderately cooperative and tend to think about what they're willing to give up and what they're willing to hold on to. Compromisers try to gear communication to focus on the give and take for all parties. Compromising is a good way to promote cooperation. It may be an appropriate temporary solution. Compromisers try to find fast, mutually acceptable solutions to conflicts that partially satisfy both parties. It can be done fairly quickly when both parties are engaged. Cautions. As a caution, compromising results in a no-win, no-lose approach. Neither party really winds up with what he or she wants. It can also be viewed as a band-aid approach that doesn't really get to the root of a conflict. Also, compromising may be considered an easy way out when more time is needed to collaborate to find a better solution. Looking at the diagram, you can see how each conflict management style values relationship and outcomes. Moving from the left to right, we see an increase in concern for outcomes, and as you move up, you see an increase in concern for relationships. For example, in the avoidance style, there is a low value for relationship and outcome of the conflict. It is a lose-lose situation. Moving to the competition style, we see a low value of the relationship, but high value on the outcome. One must lose as the other wins. You can see that the collaboration style is a win-win. There is a high concern for both relationship and outcome, resulting in a win-win situation. Think back throughout your lifetime. Have you heard any of the above statements? If so, what was the context in which it was used? 
You might not have realized it at the time, but each of the above statements is a reflection of the conflict management style of the speaker. Remember that there is no best way to handle conflict. Every conflict is different and requires a different response as such. One conflict resolution technique that I'd like to touch on today is the absent technique. A stands for amicable, B, behavior, S, source, E, emotion, N, need, T, time and place. Amicable, make the feedback positive, real and authentic, yet specific. You open the person up to listen, you set the tone and the mood. This might be validating the person's feelings if they are also upset. I sense that you might be frustrated. I want you to help me help you through this as well as it is important for us to work together. Behavior. Discuss the specific behavior causing the problem. If possible, quantify the behavior. Focus on the behavioral problem or issue of concern. Source. Only include those individuals who are involved. Be clear and concise with what you believe is the source of the problem. Emotion. Your emotions must be managed by you. Remain calm, centered, and in control. Need. What do I need to end this conflict? By identifying your needs, you're inviting the other person to help you. It lowers their defenses and sets up an environment where they can be of help. Time and place. Are you attempting to resolve the conflict when the unit is very busy, when the other person is tasked with multiple duties, high acuity patients, or several admissions or discharges? The right place might be in a break room, manager's office, etc. Effectively conveying information, being sensitive to people's feelings, being polite, avoiding gossip, accurately interpreting people's emotions, and calmly arriving at resolutions to conflict are all skills to assist in dissolving conflict successfully. We have some scenarios on the following slides to work through. Imagine in each scenario that you are the preceptor and your preceptee has come to you for assistance. Jane has been working following the night shift staff for the past two days, and each time she comes in, she feels like she is overburdened with tasks that have been left from the day shift. In order for Jane to begin her tasks for the night, she must first finish the leftover tasks from day shift. Ariel, a day shift staff member, has felt hurried over the past two days. Census is high, and even though she feels guilty leaving her uncompleted tasks for the night shift, she feels justified in doing so. After all, she says, there are 24 hours in a day. That's why we have two shifts. A conflict is brewing because Jane is nearing her tolerance peak and is about to escalate. Your job, problem solve this issue with conflict management and effective communication strategies. How would you handle the situation? It might be best to bring both individuals together away from the workspace where there are no disruptions, listen to each person's concerns and encouraging them to use need statements. For example, when tasks are left over for my shift, I feel overburdened trying to complete them in addition to my own work. I need help understanding what is preventing them from being completed during the day. This opens the door for Ariel to explain why she is unable to complete the tasks while also remembering that Jane has work of her own to complete when she arrives for her shift. Once both parties have heard the concerns of the other, they can work together to create a solution that would work best for everyone involved. You are starting your shift and rounding on your first patient when you learn that the patient is very upset with the nurse that took care of them today. The patient claims that the nurse was rude and mean and, quote, never wants that nurse to care for them again, end quote. Your job, problem solve this issue with conflict management and effective communication strategies. 
It's important to remember that we do not have all of the details of what happened during their interactions. As we discussed earlier, sources of conflict can be poor communication and personality clashes. Perhaps the patient and nurse had differing personalities. Perhaps the nurse was overwhelmed by work during her shift. It is important to first speak with the patient to get a firm understanding of details which caused them to feel as though they were treated rudely. Then you can talk to the nurse to see how she perceived the interactions. Maybe she thought everything was okay. The simple act of pointing out that there was a conflict could be all it takes for the nurse to be able to understand the need to change their communication style. If there is in fact a personality clash that cannot be remedied, it may be best in this situation to look into a change of assignments. Whatever solution you choose, it is imperative that it stays between only those individuals who are involved. Sharing details amongst others is gossip and can further break trust among staff members. While you have learned various techniques for managing conflict today, there may be times where it is necessary to seek assistance with your situation. Utilizing the chain of command is always an option to ensure that a safe, professional environment is maintained. It is important to act in a timely manner. Don't let the conflict escalate too far before seeking assistance.